Hello, everyone. My name is Kate March, and I'm the founder of March Art House, which is the creative studio slash production house responsible for this podcast. This podcast is called the We Are Women podcast. So welcome. On this podcast, I'll be sharing conversations I have with other women art makers from around the world across various mediums. The goal of this podcast is to elevate the voices of women artists and share the incredibly vast talent that exists beyond the strict boundaries of the art gallery walls or beyond the quote unquote art world. We will be talking about creative process, identity, the journey of being an artist, and lots more, which I know will be inspiring to all of our listeners and our wider creative community. So welcome. A little background about myself. I'm a performance artist, a painter, and a poet, and I'm based in the U.S. currently, although I've spent a lot of my professional career overseas in London and Hong Kong, and really just about everywhere around the world. Part of my aim with the March Art House production studio is bringing other women's art to the forefront and providing support in whatever ways I can. The first eight women featured in this series are selected artists who have been chosen for the March Art House annual virtual exhibition called We Are Women. This year's exhibition's theme is Rebirth, which I discuss with each of the artists in their interviews. Each week, beginning now in March, I'll release an episode coinciding with the artist featured on our Instagram. Our Instagram handle is at March Art House. So come follow us and it'll be there that you'll actually get to see the beautiful work of all these artists. You can also check out their work on our virtual exhibition, which begins March 1st, on our website, marcharthouse.com. I invite you to sit back and relax and enjoy these informal chats with these incredible artists from across the world. In this episode, episode two, I speak with the ceramic sculptor, Kimberly Reiner, and she's based in Georgia in the U.S. And you'll see our conversation is really great about her creative process and what it means to create work that is, you know, ceramic and 3D, but also in the format of installation um, and what that's meant during a pandemic for both of our art forms. Um, with myself being a performance artist, the pandemic's really contributed to thinking about my form differently and just really missing a live audience, which she commiserated with. Um, and she also talks about some artists being really prolific during this time and herself just finding it challenging to get motivated at some points more than others. Um, and how important it is to have that community of artists to motivate each other. So I hope you enjoy our inspiring conversation with Kim Reiner here on the We Are Women podcast. So will you tell everyone your name? I like everyone to say their name so that I don't mess up any pronunciations or also how you'd like to be called or how you like to be addressed as an artist. So okay. just well, my name's Kimberly Reiner and you can call me Kim. Um, and I tell my students that you can call me anything except for bad names, right? <laughs> <laughs> whatever you're comfortable with. That's great. Miss Reiner or whatever, but Kim is fine. Okay, great. Um, and I'm going to ask you a, uh, three questions that 
if you could just answer them in one sentence and then we'll get, we'll get into the nitty gritty of that. And it's okay. okay. So in one sentence, who are you? (laughs) In one sentence. All right. I am a mother. I am a wife. Oh, wait, that's two sentences, isn't it? I'm a mother, comma, comma. wife, <laughs> comma, artist, comma, teacher. Um, Great. That. That's perfect. <laughs> and what do you do in one sentence? I do a lot of things, <laughs> including teaching art, comma, making art, and... Um, and talking about art, I guess, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. with different groups at a community center and uh, curating um, artworks as well. So. Great. And why do you do what you do? Um, hmm. I think I'm compelled um, to do to do it. It's certainly not for the money. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm like, yeah, compelled. That's a good... <laughs> I think all most artists are just it's like or a little cuckoo. I don't know, but they- <laughs> it's that that compel. Um, mm-hmm. All right, perfect. So let's get into the nitty gritty of what you do, which I love, by okay. the way. And it's it oh, it's so um, it's so great. This group of artists, everyone's so different. Um, mm-hmm. And so for the people, the listeners out there that don't know your medium, can you mm-hmm. tell us? Uh, what medium you generally work with and what was your journey to that medium? Have you always been in, in this or have you dabbled in other art uh, mediums and arrived at this or just give us a little explanation about that? Okay. Well, um, ceramics is my, uh, clay is my medium of choice. I always tell people that I think that I didn't really choose clay clay chose me mm-hmm. because once I started working with it it was um it was all over you know I had yeah. to kind of continue to work with it but um throughout undergraduate and then graduate school I wanted to do more than just um well cups and bowls and that kind of thing weren't doing it for me and even uh pedestal based mm-hmm. sculptures really just weren't there was just something quite, you know, not uh, something missing for mm-hmm. me, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to get into installation. And because I'm crazy, <laughs> I go ceramics for installation. So so it's really mixed media as well. Yeah. I try to, you know, uh, take this really um, ancient mm-hmm. art form mm-hmm. of, you know, clay. And I wanted to say something um, in a contemporary way. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so that's why I feel like installation was what was kind of drawing me, you know, or why installation was drawing me in. And then being able to use different media with the ceramics, whether that is the um, things I use to suspend it Mm -hmm. or how I put it together and using light and sound Mm -hmm. as part of the work, you know, something in video, I've done some video, you know, um, projecting on surfaces, Mm -hmm. projecting on the walls around it, that kind of thing, just to, you know, help this kind of art form that maybe uh, is considered a craft, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and bring it into the contemporary, or at least for me into contemporary art world. That makes sense. Um, I was going to, I'll, 
I'm going to follow up with that, with the, your creative process, but this, it's just, I had to ask because, um, so my primary art form is performance and movement. And, um, and, and as I see your, the images of your work, um, especially because they're installation pieces, really, I was wondering how the pandemic has affected your, sh your <laughs> showing of work and people experiencing your work, because for me, it's like, it's, oh, sure. I mean, it's yeah. just oh, done, yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, it's like, and I, videos of your performance. right. And it's just, it makes such a difference. I think like I, I see the images of your work and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to experience this in person so badly because I'm sure it's such a visceral, it's such a visceral form, especially the topics you're addressing. Um, mm. So I've just wondered if you, if you've done any, exhibitions this year during the pandemic or how you've dealt with the pandemic with, with your work specifically? Um, yeah, well, just... um, I had exhibitions postponed yeah. and then now postponed indefinitely. You yeah. Know, until, yeah. Um, you know, uh, and that just, I think everybody probably had yeah. that kind of thing, Definitely. you know, but it, it does open me up to looking at more online, mm -hmm. um, exhibitions. I've, I've done a faculty exhibition here at the school that I work at. Mm -hmm. So that was in person, but also, you know, they put the work online. So, you know, and then I do work for an art center as well. And mm -hmm. so we're kind of doing some of that with some of the art that we show. So it's kind of full circle. You yeah. know, I can relate it to myself personally, but how can I um, get the art? Seen? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I have to do that with my own work, but also, you know, at this art center. Um, but I, the, the pandemic has weirdly affected me mm. to, um, like, it's hard to motivate myself to make art. Yeah, that's... And I think sense. that's really weird. Some people are really, you know, using this time yeah. and they're being super productive. And I am, I have been really the uh, exact opposite and sitting on an installation that is about three fourths the way done. Yeah, yeah. And I have a hard time making myself do it. And I don't, wouldn't say like I'm depressed or anything. Right, it's right. kind of weird that I, because of these deadlines, I think because of the disappointment yeah, of yeah, things yeah. being canceled. And then not having the deadline to kind of motivate you. Oh, definitely. You, oh, it's totally know. understandable. A lot of the, the artists in the group were just saying, um, yeah, especially it's like things get canceled and then you really have to, <laughs> either you have the time and you're just like, there's nothing else I can do right now other than make art, mm -hmm. or you just like distract yourself with other things because yeah. it's just so enormous, the enormity of it and how it's changed mm -hmm. things for, especially art forms that are, are, really meant to be felt in person. In it's person. just such a different, it, when they come alive with an audience, I think, which mm -hmm. is what, what I felt when I saw your work, I was like, oh, like you really need bodies and spaces to be feeling it. Um, well, that's how you design it, you know, right. it's for mm -hmm. that viewer in person and trying to get all of their senses. Like I'm sure you are with your performances mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then to, okay, now you can't be in person. Oh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. what happened <laughs> now? Yeah, exactly. And I was like, yeah. So it, it, when I encountered the work and I was thinking about it today before we spoke and I was just like, wow, it's, it's another art form that really we have to, we have to challenge ourselves right now to, and decide whether we want to 
mediate it for the pandemic or if we're just going to sit it, wait it out and be like, wait it out. This is going to, it's going to come back to us at some point. You're right. Um, Because there's a lot of performance artists that have used video and moving image and Uh virtual world. And I just, I have a group of people I improvise with weekly and on Mm -hmm. Zoom. And yeah. I, I was just like, I could find us opportunities to try to find virtual audiences, but I just don't think I want that. <laughs> so. right. Yeah. I, 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 am with you. I, um, you know, I, I'm sure I could develop different ideas, right? but right. it's just not really what I'm feeling. And yeah. I'm, I keep thinking I'm going to wait it out. It can't go much longer. Right? I know. <laughs> I, know. I know. It's like, <laughs> when's, when's it going to end? I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully soon. You're based in Georgia, right? In Georgia. Mm-hmm. So I'm in Near Savannah. Oh, perfect. So I'm in Charleston. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're not too far. Not too yeah. far. So at some point when things do open up, we can experience Absolutely. each other's work. Yes. Um, all right. So will you tell us about your creative process? Like walk me through it. Where does it, where's your inspiration come from? Um, and you can talk about specifically what we'll be showing um, mm-hmm. on the website or any, like in general, if you have a very specific way of working, where's the inspiration? What's the next step? Do you like, mm-hmm. do you create with music? Do you create with silence? Do you listen to mm-hmm. po- true crime podcasts like I do, which is I so know. weird? I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I painting with the, the serial killers in the background? Um, <laughs> Uh, just, yeah, walk me through your creative process. Okay. Well, I think it varies. Um, yeah. Sometimes my uh, my adult children will be at the studio with me and they'll mm-hmm. be doing their own creative thing. And so then I'm not, you know, probably in my zone yeah. as much. Um, and they are my best critics, mm-hmm. you know. Um, <laughs> That's so <laughs> they, great. They give me some real honest feedback. I have twin daughters. Oh, my um, gosh. Are, they're going to be 23 next month. Oh, that's amazing. They have... When I went back to school for my uh, for graduate school, yep. they were I don't know ten, yep. I think, and so they were with me for the whole shebang. Sure, you know? oh, they thought so if cool. they heard the word thesis one more time, <laughs> they were going to scream. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so, but they, you know, because of that, they they're really good. So sometimes they're there, but when mm-hmm. I'm alone, I'm I am I have been known to watch you know, uh, like a series on Netflix and just one after yeah. another, after another, another. And then sometimes it's just, you know, with music and, yeah. and that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, my studio practice kind of changes. Also, mm-hmm. a lot of what I do is post firing of the clay. And so yep. some of that I do at home, um, you know, I'll be wiring things together, mm-hmm. um, or in my studio, um, you know, it just depends on what I'm doing and, and what works for my life right. at the moment, you know, sense. all those all those hats, but for, I, I, in graduate school is where I really started kind mm-hmm. of this, um, this, uh, content that I've been working with, which started really about grief. I had lost my mother as a, a younger mm-hmm. person and my brother died right when I was entering graduate school. Oh my gosh. And I think that that loss and then the, the compound loss of mother and, yeah. and my brother kind of compelled it. I wasn't really ready to, to, um, talk about it so much, right. you know, then, because yep. that, that was a, a while back, but, um, it kind of came out in the art. Mm-hmm. And so I did a lot of research with different cultures, how they grieve mm. and, um, that informed, wow. you know, um, I, I talked with at the university, um, that I attended what 
I talked to the, what it was called, it was sociology, death and the bereavement. It was a class mm. about grief oh, wow. and bereavement or something. Yeah. Anyway, and so I met with that professor oh and gosh. she gave me some resources. And her class, she brought her class to my, um, my oh, exhibition wow. opening. Yeah, and then oh, they that's... had to write about the art. Oh my and... gosh, that's so yeah, cool. So I mean, what a cool. yeah. way to transform a lot of intense emotions. Exactly. So I think that started, that kind of kicked it off. And, Mm -hmm. and even though it's kind of a, you know, it's death and dying and Mm -hmm. kind of morbid and kind of sad Mm -hmm. it for me, the process, you know, helped me grieve, but also I didn't want the art to be sad. Right. You know, um, I wanted it to have, uh, spark some hope and, Mm -hmm. um, inspiration of, you know, some, something good, some hope to come, that kind of thing. And and so I wanted to continue that work and the, the, my current body of work that that's going to be shown, Mm -hmm. um, is still about death and dying, but I wanted to maybe use some, uh, you know, go on a different tangent. Yeah. So I looked to art history and, um, and I love, you know, still life paintings, mm-hmm, you know, the mm-hmm. Vanitas, the Vanitas still life paintings. I, I love that there's all of this iconography and all yes. this symbolism that when you look at it, it, it doesn't look like anything, it looks right. like, you know, flowers and yeah. a watch and, you know, why is there a skull? And, right. And so I really love that there's this hidden stuff that you really have to dig a little deeper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, you know, that, that kind of works with my, um, with what I'm, you know, trying to say about death and mm-hmm. dying and, mm-hmm. and so, and how life is so, uh, you know, it's like, but a vapor, you know, right. it's, there, it's just a moment right. um, in the real big scheme of things. And, yeah. and all, most of those uh, symbols and Vanitas artwork, that's what they're saying that, yeah. you know, life is temporal. And, and so I was then able to take and look at so many different paintings from the 16th and 17th century um, Dutch and pull you know, imagery from mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. And then now I want to say something about it in, in a contemporary way. Right, right. And so, so like I have the flowers, the dead mm-hmm. flowers mm-hmm. hanging, you know, down. And there is a sound element um, to that work as well. And the sound element, I um, took a Mozart's, uh, one mm. of his death, his death. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. One of the songs. And it was a song that my children actually sang in their choir at college. Oh my gosh. And so I took that song and, and, um, abstracted it, stretched mm-hmm. it out. Oh, so cool. it just becomes oh, really sounds cool. and it's real ethereal, but you have to be real close to the piece to hear it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just so that there's these layers Ooh, kind of a really, meaning. Um, yeah. And so I've done that with like each one, mm-hmm. except for the, the cell phone. The, it's what yeah, I, I was going to ask you about tongue this. Tongue-in-cheek, yeah, called <laughs> yeah. it hashtag selfie culture. Because yeah. my children, you know, they, they live on their phones all. all oh, time. yes. Yeah. But they, um, and I wanted to think, what is a, a 21st century vanitas? Right. Um, you know, simple. Yeah. what would that be? Well, yeah. I got it in my hand right now. That's, you know, yeah, my, my, my cell phone. Yep. Yep. So I, but I wanted to, again, have that interaction. So I put a little mirror decal on the, I slip cast like 250 phones. Oh my bones. gosh. And, um, and then I wanted to have it have a uh, interactive piece. So I put a, a decal, a mirror decal that's, so people can kind of see oh my gosh. when you walk up to it, that's but it amazing. distorts your face a little bit. So, yep. Yep. you know, so it talks a little bit, it's kind of trying to bring Vanitas 
um, the idea of it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, to the 21st century. But That's each amazing. one of my artworks, to mm-hmm. kind of talk about my process, I yeah. guess, is it depends on what it is. Because right, if I was right. casting cell phones, that's a different process than when I was making the suspended flower piece right. um, for impermanence. Because those were all handmade yep, yep. and different sizes. And um, and I one thing that I do like to uh, do with my ceramic is always try to push the material probably mm-hmm. as far as I possibly can just to aggravate myself, but so there's always that I'm trying to do something that the material doesn't want me to. Right. Right. And I have a to go resistance. Of, yeah. A bunch <laughs> of, you know, hardships from that. And, um, but, and so some of my work is slip cast, some of it, you know, just handmade. I've throw the things on the wheel mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I've done molds and press molds. Like I, I made molds of a violin, oh, like wow. I made a mold of a violin yeah. and then I pressed clay in it oh, to make gosh. the multiples of that. Right. You know? Right. Oh, that so it just really depends on, um, and then some like m- the dress that I made individual yes. um, butterflies, All butterflies, you know, mm-hmm. but then I have to wire them together. Oh my gosh. So I'm kind of sewing them with individual wires. Um, but that, but I kind of like it because I think I would get bored. Right. Right. Doing the same thing over and over again. That's one reason I don't like making pots. Right. Right. Over and over. Yeah. Um, that's a little, so, I, I hope I answered the question. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I was okay. so like for, um, it's just so interesting because the process is, uh, you know, vary so much between, sculptors and you know when you're doing ceramics and also between art forms like it's just so it's so different for me to talk about a a sculptural uh process so for Mm -hmm. for instance the dress with the butterflies Mm -hmm. um i mean it's also it also feels like a sense of ritual like even though it's Mm-hmm. all your each process each piece is different it's like mm-hmm. there's some sort of repetition happening that yeah it's like you know addressing the ritual that I think you had mentioned and yeah and yeah. I, I have made that connection before with like production potters mm-hmm. and people that make ceramics like the multiples mm-hmm. is a big deal in ceramics that makes yeah. how you learn I'm how you learn anything but right right in ceramics you have to make a lot of bad pots oh, before I, you get one yeah. And so, so, um, you know, I, I've thought of that connection before, like Mm -hmm. there's this sense of uh, multiples, just keep making, keep making, keep making, and then I can make something bigger out of all these small pieces, you know, that's, yeah, that's amazing. Um, how long did that piece itself, like in terms of a time frame of, of your work, how long did that dress, for instance, like all those butterflies and then putting them all together, like, the actual manufacturing well, of it, not just the idea, well, but. Yeah. If I was good and did it all in one, you <laughs> right, know, right. I, but I, I make what happens and I, I'm telling on myself really badly here, but I get tired of making the thing before I'm done. Uh, yeah. Um, well, that's, I have yeah. a piece right now that I'm, like I said, three fourths the way done and I can't force myself to finish it because I'm sick of it. Yeah. And I want to yeah. make something else. <laughs> yeah. I need to make something else, oh, yeah. but I'm just tired of that. So the dress took over a year, but oh only gosh. because of a lot of having some gaps. Yeah. 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 <laughs> which is, which is part of the process, I think for yeah. a lot of us, it's uh yes. If I can have multiple projects going on that I can flip around, right. on, I feel like I'm better. But when I have one thing 
I don't do, I'm not as productive. Yeah. It's funny. I was talking to someone this morning, um, who's a painter and she's, mm-hmm. she said like, she can't, um, fin- like if she stops a piece, a painting that she's working on, she can't just get back into it. She has to start another painting to get into the flow and then return to the- uh, So it's like this cycle of like unfinished things yeah. to try to, to try to finish another thing. And I was like, I think that's a very, that's really smart. Yeah. That's a smart <laughs> thing to do. I was like, that's a good cycle. Um, because uh-huh. I get restless. I want to finish things. Yeah. Yeah. But I also like to exhaust themes and topics. So it's like, mm-hmm. you have to stick with it for a while. But I, I thought, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're, the amount of time that you're spending, like in the actual, like nitty gritty producing mm-hmm. of these things is, is a length of time well, like, that, yeah, it's just gotta be. The dress was really bad. The one, the piece that I'm doing now is a tapestry mm-hmm. that I'm wiring together much like the dress. Uh-huh. And that it's just so tedious yeah, that yeah. I, you know, I really get tired of that. Some other processes aren't quite as tedious as right, that. And, right. You know, they, they can go a little faster, but I love that idea that you're. Yeah. I, th- that, I thought that was you know, really, I, I was like, Oh wow. That's a good way to. I've been holding back on starting a new piece because I have this old one that I can't make myself do, yeah. you know, finish. Yeah. So maybe I just need to start just a like, new one and then start, I'll be yeah. motivated. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, oh, that's so cool to, to hear you talk about that. Um, what's your like favorite part of the process? I mean, I know each of the, it's hard cause each piece is different. Do you, before I, before I ask you that, do you actually yeah. sketch out things before you are yeah, like creating them? Like the installation I is do. kind of, you've got the vision for it before you go into the process. I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I do. And I, I sketched and of course I changed my mind a bunch of times during yeah. the process um, of this, even of the uh, idea yeah. part, you know, I'll change my mind. Um, but then when I, and it, the, the piece that I want to work on is kind of taking my, um, my theme a little bit more, uh, you know, I don't know. It's a little bit different. It's still dealing with death and stuff. Yeah. It's a little more um, specific, but I have been trying thinking about it mm-hmm. for um, about a year, right? you know, right. And, and researching and trying to come up with, um, you know, how I want, I know that I want to make something about yep. this, but I don't yep. know what it should look like, yep. Yep. Um, what it should be. And so that's, I, that's not my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I well, like it when I have the yeah. idea and I can execute it, yeah. you know? Um, well, it's funny because so, you, you said you haven't been making art this year, but, or, you know, but maybe you ha- you have, but in a I different, am here, I guess. yeah, <laughs> cerebrally yeah. it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess so. But yeah, so but I have friends that are just so prolific right now. I know, are, you know, going to town, and I'm, I'm, I feel guilty, I, you know, yeah. because I'm not in that in that position. But I think when my favorite part, yeah, is when I get to get my hands in the clay. That, yeah, that makes sense. So when it's wet clay, before I get to do the That's post so cool. firing, it's the it's the making, you know, um, yeah, and, which is really not very long of the process. <laughs> it's not very much time in the process. That's because funny. the other things take so long. But. And I imagine, because I've actually never used this, it's like one of the few mediums I've never dabbled in. 
Yeah. And I've had people really say that as a dancer, as a mover, I would probably really enjoy it because it's such a I think, physical. Yeah, I bet you would. It's so physical. Yeah. And um, there's just this connection. That's you know, really cool. Visceral thing, like you were saying that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That'll draw you in. But I, I, I warn you, if you try it, you might get addicted. I know. I, <laughs> I've caused a lot of addictions. <laughs> I, bet. I bet. I know. Well, that's, yeah, I think it's funny when we like, it's, it's kind of obviously human nature to compare ourselves. I have so many friends that are artists and also prolific mm-hmm. um, at this moment, but I also have friends and artists that are just like, I, I think it has to really do with your art form in one hand. Yeah. You, like, yeah. you know, we're la- lacking the, the format mm-hmm. that we're used to. Um, mm-hmm. But also it's just like different processing of what's going on and who knows how it's going to show up for us in yeah. the future. But, uh, Absolutely. but yeah, it's, I definitely am like, Oh, wow. Um, some people are just, I can't imagine stuff. being a performance, you know, artist during COVID-19. Yeah. I mean, that really it's, hadn't like, I hadn't registered all that. I yeah. can't even imagine. It's, and I mean, I, I do, um, uh, part of my practice is immersive performance. So it's literally the proximity is so, is so key. Um, uh-huh. and then, when I do, I do paintings with my body, um, Mm -hmm. which I can still do. I've been doing a lot more painting this year, but I Mm -hmm. really, my energy as a performer, I just feed off my creativity feeds off of that audience, Mm -hmm. audience. So that's that's been a challenge. Yes. (laughs) Um, but we're getting through it. Um, how are you on time? Are you okay to keep? I'm good. Okay. Okay. You are a few more questions then. Um, so, What's the most, well, nah, we kind of, we kind of covered the challenging part of your process. <laughs> I ramble on. I'm no, sorry. just, no, no, it's not, it's, it's great. It's great. What's the most challenging part of being an artist for you? Hmm. I, for me, probably the discipline mm. of juggling being an artist and since I'm a teaching artist, right. Um, you know, making sure that I have disciplined myself to have the time, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, and the motivation to, to be making art that makes and sense. not just helping others make art, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And um, so I, I feel like that's my personal biggest challenge, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's others, you know, as yeah, far as, yeah, yeah. you know, just normal challenges of life. But right, for me, right. the discipline... I have friends who come home after teaching, you know, whatever courses they're teaching and every single day they're working in their studio. And I'm like, I am not that disciplined. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad. I know. I know. Oh, that's, I mean, it's so, it's such a different energy to be teaching versus making and the shift can be uh, draining. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially if you're really like, you know, it seems like you've been teaching for a while. So you're, you just, you give such energy and devotion to the, yeah. the students and you're invested you yeah. know, you're invest- and then, you know, maybe that has something to do with why my COVID production has been down because when we switched, mm. everything switched to online right. and it was like, a, you know, 360 turn oh of how you were going to teach. And, and so that took more. Oh energy, yeah. I bet. You know, than than your normal, you know, gig. So oh, yeah, maybe definitely. that has something to do with it. I, I'm I sure about that. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's definitely, it's, draining. Um, mm-hmm. Does your, 
uh, you okay to keep going? I just want to make yeah, sure. Just, there was the okay. Light was okay, perfect. <laughs> um, does your identity as a woman affect your uh, process, your outputs? Um, any like just in general as an artist? Well, I think, don't you think it must? I mean, yeah. even if I'm not conscious of it, right. you know, um, literally, I certainly think um, that it doesn't, being a mother, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think that, uh, you know, has, a, you know, somehow yeah. applied to my work, yep. um, definitely, and I think I have a lot of empathy, and I don't know if that's just because mm-hmm. I'm a woman, but I, mm-hmm. <laughs> but right, I like right. to think that it's related, yep. and so I try to put my, I try to use that empathy in my artwork, like, as the viewer, mm-hmm. you know, what's the viewer going to get out of this, but what's their experience going to be like and that's why I try to that's why I love installation yeah because I'm trying to use all these different materials and different ways to you know make an impact on that viewer that makes sense that makes sense I know I it's funny I um I always get different responses even though to me it's like well it it must you know it's like whether yeah like you said whether it's a conscious or subconscious or whether Mm -hmm. it's so deeply embedded um but it's funny how some people are like, no, and I'm like, and I, and I see their yeah. work and I'm like, really? Are you sure? Like, wow. Can we unpack that a little? Um, but yeah, it's, it's always an interesting question to ask. Um, are there any artists right now, or I you I know you look, uh, look past to the, um, centuries ago, Dutch art. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are, are there any artists that, um, are, inspiring you right now or um anyone you look to whether contemporary or historical um well Anne Hamilton is always like mm-hmm. when I was in school especially she because her work is this spiritual realm mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and that I that I strive for yeah and I'm that I'm hoping now her her you know it's embarrassing to try to compare myself to um Anne Hamilton but <laughs> no but, not at all but you know she's definitely been a long-term inspiration mm. um there's an artist that I looked up that I shared with my students mm-hmm. um today in class and it was uh, what is her name uh, Oh, I, I wouldn't have been trying to think about I it. I know. It's um, like when you try to but think. But she things. was a, a contemporary ceramics artist. And mm-hmm. I, I, and her her name is escaping me. But she works um, not in, ins- well, it is installation. Mm-hmm. But she's making kind of tablescapes and she's making Ooh. the food. And she doesn't glaze. I'm not a, mm-hmm. a huge fan of glaze. Mm-hmm. And so, and she's colored her clay. She's very conceptual. Mm-hmm. But these objects are objects that people are familiar with. Right. Right. So it's not scary for yeah. the non-conceptual right, you know, right. uh, viewer. And I shared, Oh, and it's just making me so mad that I can't remember her name, but um, I'll look it up I later. Yeah. Her, okay, mm-hmm. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Later. Yeah. That sounds but good. She is. Um, and I thought she would be good for my students who are kind of scared of conceptual, mm-hmm, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, I'm really pushing them for content. And, right. Right. And so she wasn't, uh, you know, she would be a good one for them. And, and I love that she's coloring her clay, mm-hmm. um, in a different way. Yeah. Than clay. So she's oh, probably wedging some colorant in and I thought, Ooh, I'm going to try that on my oh. next, well, on my next piece. I've used black clay, but mm-hmm. I haven't used a lot of other colors. I've, yeah. I've you know, watercolored and done other things. 
but so I'm oh, that's really interesting. Um, excited about her and I'm so mad that I can't remember her name. Oh, well, but. when you send it to me, I'm gonna, I can't <laughs> wait to see it okay. because that's going right. to, that's, that's great. Um, it's, yeah, it's funny that you said like your work is spiritual. I mean, that's, that's exactly the word for it. It's very spiritual and like transcendent. Um, and I, yeah, that's some what point, I'm hoping for. Yeah, <laughs> at some point I'll have to experience it in person, but you, you can Absolutely. just, you can gain that from the photos for sure. Um, uh, what's been, if you, if you care to share, what's been one of the yeah. best moments for you professionally as an artist? Hmm. Okay. So you have to think here because what, you know, what I I'm supposed to, I mean, of course, when I have a, a university right. um, exhibition, you know, that's supposed to be something that I care about and that I feel proud and, and of course I am, um, mm-hmm. but you know, what am I, I think that when I see people mm-hmm. interacting with my work yeah. and then maybe them kind of going, oh, you know, like they, they all of a sudden get it, even if I haven't yeah. talked about it or whatever. And, and they just really connect with the work. That's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I can think of times you know, that I took, uh, I was teaching a children's camp mm-hmm. at a place that I had an exhibition going on mm-hmm. and I took them in there oh and there, and this little girl kind of got underneath one of my installations oh. and she was looking up and her eyes, oh my God. Was a little girl. And you know, those kinds of moments, oh, yeah. like, oh, you know, and she's, they're like, that's amazing. Those things um, stick with you. Those moments stick with do. you. Yeah. They really that's... do. That's funny. That's it's, I keep asking this question and it's like mm-hmm. every artist has this, this, that response instead of like these, mm-hmm. like more, what I guess, yeah, these yeah. like, you know, <laughs> whatever accolade it's like it, it, yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. it's just, you want people to be connecting with your, what you're making. So that's, that's right. Yeah. That's why we do it. I think. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's amazing. Um, a couple more questions and then we'll wrap up. Mm. So this year's theme um, for the We Are Women exhibition mm-hmm. um, was rebirth. And yeah. you've definitely touched on this a little bit, um, but I just wanted to hear how you believe rebirth kind of connects with this work, um, mm-hmm. with your approach to art and in, in your art in general, um, mm-hmm. even, even how it's that word or theme kind of resonates with you at this moment in time in, in this mm-hmm. pandemic. Um, well, it's certainly a perfect time for rebirth, right? Um, yes. With everything that's going on in the world and with with COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're we feel like we're reborn because we get to go outside maybe without a mask. I know. So so certainly there's that. Um, but for me, I thought it was a perfect theme because it fits so much into life cycle mm-hmm. of you know, um, of, of my work and mm-hmm. it is about death, but it is about the hope of, of life mm-hmm. and, um, you know, in, in the hereafter and, and for each person that's different, yeah. you yep. know, and, but that hopefully that experience of hope kind of comes through, even yep. though it's sad. I mean, death is sad, certainly, mm-hmm. but that there is this hope and this renewal. And I think people can relate to that no matter what their yes. beliefs. Yeah. And I hope that they can, you know, come away 
um, from, from seeing my work, um, feeling that mm, sense of hope mm. and renew, you know, a little yeah. bit of renewed heart. Yeah. 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 That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I just, I can't wait for people to see it's So it's like exciting. Cause I'm going to yes. have these interviews come out first and then have people oh. look at the art. And I think it's going to mm-hmm. be really, uh, fascinating for them. Um, That's so exciting. Yeah. And okay. Just a few personal question, rapid fire questions for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you reading anything right now? Um, well, when I had COVID-19, I thought, oh, I'm going to read so much. (laughs) Um, and I did not because my head hurts and I had a headache. So the whole time that I thought could have been spent doing some fun reading was not, but the article that I was telling you about with the lady that I can't remember her name, um, she's, I was reading tons of articles, trying to find some reading for my class. And this one came from Artsy. You know, oh, okay, uh, yep. that, you know, some, some good websites. Yeah. They um, have some good, you know, articles, they have some good sure. articles mm-hmm. and reviews. And, yep. and then I was also going through some old editions of ceramics, art and perception, which mm. is more of like a conceptual magazine. Yep. Um, and they have reviews of um, work and then, you know, some other interesting information, but I felt like if I really wanted my students to see some contemporary mm. ceramicists, Yep. you know, conceptual contemporary that the artsy was, was a great resource. Yeah. So oh, that's, that's yeah. great. And then I have some books I have. Um, I can't remember the author. I'm really bad with names like that. It's so hard, I apologize, yeah. but, but um, it's art and fear hmm. because I'm reading that. Um, it's kind of a beginner thing. Hmm. Like I was using it with my foundation classes because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, making art is scary, Yes, but yeah. this generation doesn't want, failure. Yeah. And they don't want to fail. They have, yeah. you know, it's, it's a hard thing for them. And with making art, you know how much the you risk. have to fail. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. And you have to stink at something a lot before yep. you get good at it. And so this book was, um, you know, something that I'm still, you know, not Ooh. reading like, yeah, right, enough, right. but it's a, it's a pretty good book for, um, for inspiration to inspire myself, yeah. you know, to take risks to, yeah. I'll have to look so into that. That for one's sure. on my, on my Ottoman anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so funny. You're like probably hoping to get in some good novels or reading when I you're, was. yeah. I, mm-hmm. I was, and I had them from Christmas that I hadn't yeah. read yet, you know, oh, and not, I couldn't open them. I no. Even, no. Feel like it. no, that's all right. So. That's all right. You have, you have time. Probably yeah. got a few more months of this pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you listening to any good music? Like, what's your typical music that you like to listen to? So my music is uh, contemporary Christian music. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. like kind of my my jam. Nice. I'm in the choir. Oh, um, amazing! And, you know, there's not a lot of choirs around anymore. Oh my gosh! So you might be thinking like kind of you know like this kind of, but we're not really. But uh, <laughs> I'm so jealous. Were, I always wish I could sing. <laughs> my daughters were um, one graduated music degree. Oh, and nice. One was a music minor. Oh my gosh! And so music is kind of like our you know we love oh, that's music awesome. and all kinds of music. Yeah. You know, it's not just um, contemporary Christian, but that's kind of like uh, what I listen to in the car because I have an yeah. hour drive. To oh work yeah, yeah. Back and forth. Oh, and, that's um, that's some podcasts. And yeah, stuff like oh, that. Yeah. I try to listen to, and but I love you know '80s big hair bands. Oh, they. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm totally dating myself. No, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like, I, yeah, I feel like art, artists are really good at just we 
whatever mood we we want our music to match the mood or, yeah. or evoke a mood for us. So we've all, mm-hmm. we always like kind of typically like a range of music. Yeah. Um, I, I, this is terrible, but I'll tell you it cause it's so silly that <laughs> um, you might be listening to my Spotify and hear, you know, a contemporary Christian song. And the next song is ACDC, um, <laughs> you know, highway to hell. That's so, <laughs> so great. I love it. <laughs> little juxtaposition. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh, that's, that's great that you're um, like your family's into music and I, oh my gosh, I just always wish I could sing. I'm so jealous. I'm Uh, not that good. They are, they are good. I'm not that good. But one of my works, one one of the sound mm. elements, I used a a song that my choir sang and I did that same thing and stretched it out and it became like, you know, it's just this ethereal sound. I can imagine Um, it like kind of haunting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I love that, um, you know, the idea of that and that I was on that. I was singing on that. That's thing, cool. That's really you know, cool. On that recording. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Um, are you watching? I mean, you're so busy. Do you have any time to watch any shows? Well, now, I did watch a lot of Netflix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, all right, something had to be going on. <laughs> oh, yes. But I am. I have this marathon. Um, uh, Cobra Kai. I oh, I've heard. Watched, I, I haven't. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard really good feedback. If you watch The Karate Kid when you were okay, young, you have right. to watch Cobra Kai because it's they're all grown up. And oh I got my, my gosh. children, you know, all interested in it too. Yeah, it's kind of cheesy and stuff, but we love it. Right? Oh, cool. And then on the disturbing, uh, which I'm <laughs> watching. There's so many seasons. This disturbing show called Bloodline. Yeah, I've heard of that. I haven't watched it either, but I, I'm sure I'd like dark, it. It's dark, but yeah. it's like you get sucked in, you know, to the yep. family and their dysfunction. And um, yeah, so I'm it's... watching that too. Nothing good for me. All, you know. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Sometimes we need the distraction just to like Absolutely. get our get ourselves out of our heads. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have to check. Yeah, I've heard both those shows are, are great. I have to get into, I kind of get ends a... of the spectrum. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and then just quickly, do you have a favorite food? Well, Mexican food is probably the top for me and my family. And, um, yes. And my assistant, um, at the art center that I work at, she's Mexican and a gourmet. I mean, she is so fabulous. She gets me, you know, like now barbacoa is like, I oh, crave wow. barbacoa because she she made it for me. That's it was so delicious. Oh, great! Oh and I God. tried to make it myself and was nowhere near as good. But <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> Mexican is probably our favorite. Wow, I haven't had Mexican in in like it's been a bit. Oh, so I'm like, oh, maybe really? I can. Yeah, maybe that's something yeah. I need to have tonight. We order it in all the time. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> and favorite. Uh, your drink of choice. Drink of choice. Uh, well, Diet Coke in the morning, and yeah. then I do some water in the rest of the day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I like a cocktail at night, maybe. There you go. Um, favorite color? Pink is my favorite color. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. I was talking to a potter, another potter, about that. He developed this beautiful like pink glaze and we were mm. having this conversation uh, and he puts it on porcelain and oh, it's wow. just gorgeous and he gave me a mug oh my um, gosh in this beautiful pink mug now I don't drink coffee out of it yeah like yeah Coke, oh, there, you <laughs> <laughs> that's, there you go that's great it like as a uh do you have a like particular shade of pink I'm trying to 
Well, I really like kind of like hot pink. Oh, you know, awesome. really bright. <laughs> yeah, not that. not the little sweet pink. I like the real. <laughs> That's pink. great. Oh my god. That's so <laughs> That's funny. I love yeah. it. And how about a favorite place? A favorite place. Hmm. Favorite place. Well, I'm from Iowa hmm. and I live in Georgia. Yep. And so, you know, your heart grows fonder. Um, and yep. I've been away for, you know, about mm, almost 30 years now. And wow. my favorite place is Iowa in the summertime. <laughs> it's terrible to say that my favorite place is Iowa. It sounds so boring. But, no. it, you know, when you don't get to go there, yeah, you just, the, you know, the nostalgic. I, I and, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally understand that. And then uh, just to wrap up, is there a place that you would direct people if they want to know more about you or see your work or any kind of, um, any kind of website or social media you want people yeah. to, yeah. Well, my, my website is, um, what is it? KimberlyReiner.wordpress.com mm-hmm. and they can find me on Instagram. My Instagram's a mix of, I've got some artwork on there, but then I'll throw in a, um, you know, personal yeah. uh, thing or two. And that, I think it's just my name, Kimberly Reiner. Perfect. Um, yeah. Right. And any, friend. any last words for us before we wrap well, up? Well, I'm very, very excited to be a part of this, um, this exhibit. And yes. I'm so excited to get to meet you and you're so close. So I oh, know that I know. we're going to get to connect in person. I know. Um, I'm like, oh, I, I didn't realize it was Savannah. Cause that's super close. Yeah. So now we can, well, I live in Statesboro, but it's only for, but I drive, I'm in Savannah. Right. Like I'm in Savannah right now. Gotcha. So doctor, gotcha. So. Oh, that's yeah. Georgia and Charleston are just such a, mm-hmm it's done throw away. So that's exciting. Um, well, it's been a pleasure to talking with you. I'm glad we got to catch up and I'm glad that at least you had some, you know, we got to make the most of your waiting, waiting around. Absolutely. Absolutely. So So, thank you for being patient with me and I, I'm excited for the next group. Yes. um, Yes. I think, I think you'll enjoy it. It's a a ray of, it'll be motivating. You know, I need that motivation right now. So it'll be very motivating. That's the thing we uh, artists really need each other right now. So that's, I Mm -hmm. think that's what everyone was feeling on that zoom. So exciting. Well, I'll speak with you soon and I'll email you when, when things are going on and uh, keep you updated, but have a great day and a safe journey home. Thank you so much, Kate. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. And that wraps up our second episode of the We Are Women podcast with Kim Reiner. I hope you enjoyed listening to our conversation. Um, Please check out her work on our virtual exhibition at marcharthouse.com. You'll see her, the photography of her installation and her sculpture work really exudes how spiritual and ethereal and just, just incredible she is. And the amount of detail she puts into these pieces um, is so impressive. Her talent is amazing. So please check that out. You can also go on to our Instagram. She'll be featured there this week at March Art House. And of course, our website again, it's marcharthouse.com. I hope you have a wonderful day slash night, wherever you are in the world. And I hope you continue to find these conversations and informal chats with these talented women artists inspiring. 